talk to the hand. Oh, what's in the box? This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. But... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Explosive Hammer Podcast, episode 027. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy. As always, joined by my co-host, Brian. Brian, how are you this week? I'm good. I'm cold, but I'm good. I I uh, am also good. I'm uh, I'm actually like, it's like 98 degrees in my house right now. So <laughs> what? I am fucking, I've never been this hot in my life. Um, <laughs> I, I'm also pretty hot right now because of this review that we've got on uh on itunes right now so i've been saying episode after episode write a review we'll read it anything goes except the <laughs> n-word and so i finally get one and i'm like awesome let's read it on the show <sighs> are you ready no <laughs> <laughs> okay this show is to podcasts what sliced bread is to food jk it sucks lol now here's the reviewer Chez S do you think it could be do you think it could be a fake oh, review because it's, oh, it's a fake oh, review oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to think about it for a second no, no. <laughs> only in my wildest dream I think I don't know if it I don't think it shows your last name I think you put in <laughs> your first name and it gives your it, like I think your last name is in Apple and then it just puts your last initial oh okay but yeah. so it's not just what is his last name? No, I think it's it's either Star. I think it's Starbucks. Yeah, I don't Starbuck. think it's Starbucks. No, I don't think he's. I don't think, I don't think his dad is Mister Starbucks of no. coffee fame. But but wouldn't that that would <laughs> suck though to just to be a Mister Starbucks? <laughs> yeah, it would. Well, his name's fucking awful. Well, but... and Chez. Yeah, yeah this whole, guess... the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. No, someday oh. my wildest dreams will come true, and Chez will leave us a review. No, yeah, I wish, I wish, Chez, if you're out there. Feel free to troll. Well, I know you're out there. I know you're making YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, for real though, that could be you. Right. If you leave a review on the Exalted <laughs> Hammer podcast page on Apple or Spotify, We're on Spotify now too. Right. Yeah. Super exciting. Negative is fine. We'll read it. Just not the N word. <laughs> um, all right. We got a lot of cool stuff today. We're talking about Velvet Buzzsaw along with a bunch of other movies. Uh, I got a little icebreaker game first. And then, uh, oh, we want to talk about the Oscars, too. No Oscar host. It's a big deal. Um, All right, so first, let's get into this icebreaker game. So the reason I want to do this, Brian, is like, I think this would be a good chance for anyone that hasn't listened before or maybe like still isn't entirely sure of what your movie taste is. This is kind of a chance for for everyone to see exactly what you like Uh, and in record timing. Yeah, rapid fire mode. Yes. So what I have got lined up here is a massive gangbang of movies that I want to ask Brian this or that. Now, the thing is, I'm doing 60 second rounds. Okay, so that Brian has to be quick on his feet. (laughs) Right? Uh, Float like a butterfly. This or that like a bee. Uh, And we'll see how many he can get. In 60 seconds. We'll probably do a couple rounds. Like I said, I've got a, a huge list here. Now, um, I want you to know there are not genres. I know you asked me that before. The reason I did not do genres is because it was kind of difficult. And one of the rules I wanted to come up with is that you don't necessarily have to have seen the movie. Because obviously, you haven't seen every single thing. Um, so if you haven't seen the movie, just base it off of I mean, whatever you feel like, I guess. Okay, so I'm just thinking. So I didn't like, want to do genres because 
then you might have like if I come up with uh, maybe you have you don't like sci-fi I mean I know you do but let's right. say you didn't like sci-fi and you haven't seen any of the movies and I got a whole genre of it then right. I just it would ruin it. Yeah. And if I if so if I got something that I have seen, something I haven't seen out of the two movies that you give me, I could I could it's just whatever. It's you know, I don't have to automatically say the one that I've seen and if, if yeah, I have exactly. seen one it's trash. Like, right. If you like just one of the actresses and you're like, oh yeah, it's Ben Foster, <laughs> I'll pick that one. Yeah. Um or whatever. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. For round you, one. You so you and just to be clear, you don't want me to take sixty seconds to decide for one of them <laughs> i mean you can it's not gonna give you a great high score <laughs> okay all right yeah, i'm ready all right here we go 60 seconds on the clock three two one go it or star wars the last jedi oh my god uh star wars the last jedi elf or the lego batman movie lego batman movie beauty and the beast or george of the jungle uh, uh george of the jungle eternal sunshine of the spotless mind or moana uh, sp- uh sunshine groundhog day or psycho Groundhog Day. Imitation Game or Moonlight? Moonlight. Terminator Back to the Future? Uh, Terminator. Blade Runner or Time Traveler's Wife? Blade Runner. <laughs> Rocky or Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Uh, Snow White, surprisingly. Grease or Warcraft? Uh, Grease. Night at the Museum or Duel? Uh, Night at the Museum. Dark Shadows or Kong Skull Island? Uh, dar- no, Kong Skull Island. Stand By Me or Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Stand By Me. Goodwill Hunting or the boy in the striped pajamas? Ooh, Goodwill Hunting. Paddington or Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> Silence of the Paddingtons. <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road or Curious Case of Benjamin Button? Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Time. You got <laughs> sixteen. Ooh, okay. Not too bad. I never. I didn't think to like test this on myself. To see <laughs> I could do. Yeah, to see like so, a number. Yeah, not bad though. All right, that- let me make a note of where I left off here. Whew, that was fun. The first one hit me. I mean, right from the get-go, that was a punch. I like, yeah, I like, I yeah, yeah. The, the first one was like, I was like, I wanted to just compl- completely throw you off guard. <laughs> Those two movies are not alike in any way. They're far apart in terms of when they came out, and um, they're both really good. So that was that was a good one to start off with. I also want to point out that I have not seen all of these either. Like, some of them I pulled basically so that, like, I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't be able to have an opinion or like put it with movies that I you know what I mean yeah um all right so and there was one oh the the hardest I just want to say out of that round the hardest was the Goodwill Hunting or the Boy in the Striped Pajamas because they're those are oh, yeah. terrific movies so that was yeah that was the hardest one mm-hmm. they are I didn't realize that Boy in the Striped Pajamas came out in 08. I thought oh, it was yeah. a much older movie than that yeah it's uh not that long ago <sighs> all right. Um, are you ready for another round? I am. That was fun. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Oh, hold on, I gotta reset my camera. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, go. Pan's Labyrinth or Kill Bill Volume One? Pan's Labyrinth. Pokemon, uh, the movie or Shrek? Pokemon. Swiss Army Man or Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man Tell No Tales? Ooh, Swiss Army Man. Room or Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Uh, wait, Room. The one with <laughs> X-Men or When Harry Met Sally? <laughs> um, uh, X-Men. Ghostbusters or Batman? Uh, 1989 Batman. Uh, who Who's Batman? I'm stupid. Val. Uh, Ghostbusters. Iron Giant or Black Panther? Black Panther. La La Land or Wonder Woman? La La Land. The Land Before Time or Thor Ragnarok? Uh, Land Before Time. Robocop or The Matrix? 
The Matrix. King's Speech or The Godfather? The Godfather. Baby Driver or Men in Black? Uh, uh, Men in Black. Get Out or X-Men 2? Uh, Get Out. Kung Fu Panda 3 or Back to the Future Part 2? I haven't seen either of these. Back to the Future 2. <laughs> All right, time. 14. I can't remember a single thing about Back to the Future Part 2. I like I I've seen parts of that one for sure, but I haven't seen that one all the way through. All right, now let me back up for a second because the Iron Giant or Black Panther, and you pick Black Panther. No, I panicked. You're, if I have, you're to, dead to me. If I I panicked as soon as I said it, as soon as I said it, I was wrong. I feel like I I felt like I was picking a lot of the first ones, even though that's these were my real ones. I felt like I was picking oh, too many of the first one, and I was like, yeah. well, I need kind of I need to maybe mix it up, and I and I panicked. But it's like Iron Giant is what I is what I wish I'd picked, but I I can't yeah. take it back. <laughs> um. Also, I did not think about it until you were like room wait <laughs> that it was room like 2015 room okay that's what i and thought not the room okay I, that's what i thought because you didn't say the yes. room i just want to make sure being half of this show i should have known <laughs> to, to specify that one it would have been funny if All you right. did room or the room <laughs> um are you ready for another round yeah i can do we'll it we'll do we'll do one more and then we'll, we'll move on okay All right. is it quick there so. we go Three, two, one, go. Inside Out or Halloween? Halloween. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark or Shrek 2? Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Terminator 2 Judgment Day or Big Trouble in Little China? Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, Alien Covenant or Sweeney Todd? Alien Covenant. The Day the Earth Stood Still, 1951 or Annihilation, 2018? Annihilation. Paddington 2 or Frankenstein? <laughs> um, Frankenbear. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic mr fox or nine nine iron man or star wars a new hope uh star wars a new hope john wick or what we do in the shadows what we do in the shadows big hero six or kill bill volume two uh big hero six sleeping beauty or x-men origins wolverine wolverine uh life or corpse bride life with eddie murphy life yeah cars or beetlejuice uh beetlejuice and iRobot or Doctor Who the movie? iRobot. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's time. But I'll, let me find. Let me just find one more. I want to do. Predator. Pre, fuck. Predator <laughs> or alien? Oh. Oh, God. Um, I'm a predator. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So if I had just had that one ready, that would have been your highest score. You had 17. <laughs> but because I had to, like, stop and, and scroll to – I wanted to get a better one. Yeah. Then we'll know where we left off. Well, yeah, that was a really good one. Um, I'm glad that by the third round, I picked it up the most. <laughs> yes. So, all right, this is interesting because um, I'm guessing you've seen What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, you notice I picked that one quickly. Yeah, I haven't anyway. seen that yet. Oh, I've you haven't? Really good things. No. It's, there's really good things, but I never saw it. Did you put it on there because there's a sequel coming out soon? Or like in the works or something? Uh, this is such a perfect sequel. So what is in the works? Because I know there's something, but I don't know what. There's a sequel? A it's, movie? It's like a sequel? Or yeah, is it? Or is it a TV series, actually? No. I think I, it might be a it, series. Okay, it might be. Because now that you, you said that, I'm thinking that it might be. But if not, it's a... It's focusing on like something else, right? Like either female versions of them or another, okay, or another thing. Because they bump into, like in the movie, the group of them bump into another group of like monsters. I forget what they are or something. Oh, and led okay. by, um, oh, what's the actor's name? Who's the opposite of Jim Carrey in 
uh is it yes man that like works at the the bank like the the awkward oh, guy but he's funny yeah. i can't think you of know his what? name yeah what is i don't know what his name is he i don't know if he's gonna be in it because he's like the leader of the other group of whatever okay. and i think that it was actually maybe gonna focus on him um but yeah so it's a it's a great movie would you have that up against john wick that was a tough one but yeah i really like that movie yeah you should check it out hmm yeah i definitely have to that's why I, that was like there's a couple on there that i put on there because i was like Hmm, I haven't seen these. Maybe <laughs> get like a super quick opinion. Right. <laughs> All right. That was fun. Yeah, I like that. And a good way to kick off the show too, because now there's a bunch of movies that are in my head that I'm thinking of <laughs> that I need to watch before the next episode. <laughs> right. So, yes. All right, you put this in the notes. Big news. No Oscar host. The first time in 30 years. This is crazy. This is a crazy story. So, correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin Hart was initially attached. Was he the first host they had attached? Right, yeah, and then he he didn't even, they didn't kick him off. Didn't he actually drop out because of the pressure? Like, I didn't, yeah, he, yeah, I think he dropped. And then, what, did they talk about other people? Because you said the first. I actually can't remember. I couldn't remember. I was thinking if there was, I couldn't remember if there was someone before him or not. I don't think before him, but was there somebody after him or a couple people after him that they approached? I heard there were like a few people approached and then like the rumor that was that it was going to be uh, like a late night, one of the late night hosts or something like that. Oh. Uh, you know what I mean? Like Jimmy Fallon or something like that. Like <laughs> Thank just God it wasn't Basically like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's definitely one of the things that I wanted to talk about is like, I know that that's a that's like a safe bet for them. You know what I mean? A late night host. Sorry, I just dropped my mic onto the ground. All right, <laughs> good to go. Um, you know, yeah, you pick a host, someone who you know like is going to fill the time they need to fill and say appropriate things, and you know what I mean, like yeah. But I would just I would rather there not be any host at all. Than a, like a late night or just like a safe yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Than just like a super whitewashed. <laughs> uh, that's that's not the word I wanted to use. <laughs> just a super, a super like blank slate of a person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just a very European Trump supporting. <laughs> now, um, I, I I do agree that it's probably better to have no host than somebody like that. And I'm not like I'm not mad at no host or anything like that like i don't think yeah. or not I, maybe mad is not the right word i'm not i don't think it's gonna be i don't think it's gonna take away because first of all what are the oscars other than just like a hollywood circle jerk like anyway oh and we totally, all know that yes. um yes. but one of the questions i just want to pose to you is just like wait, what what do you think of 2019 kevin hart being you know reprimanded for for old tweets and it coming back to bite him as far as enough oh, to get yeah. him kicked off this did we? Okay, so we haven't talked about that yet, have we? Um, not. I don't I think him. We, we talked ta- about no, Gunn. I forgot. We talked about um, oh, James. James. Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yes, yeah, so let's get into this again. Kevin Hart, man. Old tweets. Old tweets. When were these tweets from? Do you know? I I actually old. couldn't tell you. They're they're old. Yeah. Yeah, they're very old. And once again, here we are. People are on a witch hunt for somebody's old tweets. That, that affects like this whatever this huge job. D- uh, Kevin Hart the thing is like Kevin Hart would have been a totally safe bet like he would have been w- just one step up from the like the late night host like I yeah. was talking about 
like he just would have been someone that would have like made some jokes doesn't really have like an opinion on much of anything you know what i mean right i except gay people apparently According well, yeah. Well, I, I think I think part of the controversy is that some of his recent jokes are still like homophobic, or just and not even his jokes, but that he said like flat out like if my son was gay, like I wouldn't be happy type oh, thing. Yeah, and, yeah. That and was stuff. like in one of his stand-ups, right? Yeah, and I think it's just kind of just like a whole a whole thing with all the things that he's done. But I mean, like to your point, just about the old tweets and you, and we mentioned James Gunn, like where, who are, you know, there are these people that it's like, as soon as somebody gets an opportunity to do something, it's like, what is it their job to go back and search years of tweets of these people and try to find something like, yeah, it's just yeah. ridiculous. But it's I mean, like people get on this like quest to uh, just burn somebody alive uh, and just ruin it for him. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's unfortunate. I think that Kevin, even if I'm not like a, the biggest fan of his because he's sort of just repetitive, I don't find him like super funny. Yeah, um, that's what I was about to <laughs> throw out their neck. So. I, don't, I don't find him super unfunny. But yeah, I think like you said, he kind of he would have been like a safer person, um, make some jokes here and there. Um, yeah. But it, was it is it like 30? Did you I didn't fact check this. It, I think it's 30 years, though, that it's that they've since they haven't had a host. Is that right? Like, uh, let's we'll, we'll get the research team on that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was but, exactly 89 or whatever, but yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like I, I also am not a fan of Kevin Hart. I would have, I would rather just have him there than just have nobody. And, and I don't think no host, uh, at the Oscars is really going to be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it'll be fine, whatever. I'm sh- I'm sure it was going to happen eventually, um so it's the first time in decade oh that's what a it horrible we yeah, have what a horribly titled article i don't know if it's just a decade or, or decade <laughs> i don't know what that means um all right so yeah um anyways i it's to, i to me it's just like it's it's just super unfair to kevin hart just to this guy who like gets this opportunity to do this thing and then the internet's like mm, no no fuck you don't you. yeah yeah the so-called cancel culture or whatever it is the other thing was was a scene from that movie with will ferrell uh get, get hard. hard yes there's like a very um homophobic scene there or whatever oh i which, didn't know that. to me i'm like that's like that's a group of writers and like yes i get it he chose to read the lines and act the part but like <laughs> i don't i don't think that like 10 years later we can be like what about that scene from right. <laughs> do you remember that this guy's a fucking homophobe although probably so i don't know um <laughs> the other thing i just wanted to mention really quickly about the oscars because it's also getting a ton of buzz and i think rightfully so i think this is this is a big deal whereas the host but take it or leave it is the is that they're doing awards quote-unquote smaller awards now during the commercial breaks but like yeah you know if you're if you're somebody like you or me or i mean really like anybody it's not just like an actor actress part of the circle jerk you, those are the people I, that need appreciated and like do the actual hard work yeah. so like that's really unfortunate that like the cinematography awards and things of, of those lines are not seen as you know the big name and i get it there i get what people are watching the oscars for and it's not those but that that does suck yeah that is like that is super disappointing, and I saw that it was pointed out today. So, uh, cinematography, movie editing, <sighs> and something else. I can't find that on here now. I think it's something to do with score or something like that. 
But yeah, I mean, what a shame. Like those are especially like you said, like for a couple like people like us who are really into that kind of thing, like movie editing and cinematography, like I, I actually enjoy seeing who wins those awards. Yeah. And like to do them during a commercial break. I mean, for what? So that we can squeeze out another 15 minutes of, like you said, just like pure circle. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. Um, and I actually saw a tweet that made a good point. Just that like movies have been made without actors, without without music, without color, without stories, you know, but these movies have been made, but you can't make a movie without cinematography. You can't make a movie without editing. So, oh yeah. I mean, I never thought of it like that. Uh, what's what's really important here? No, but uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's just it's just sad that it's become that it's it's already a circle jerk, but now it's even becoming more so. Like we're not even yeah, they're not hiding yeah. it anymore. <laughs> but yeah, uh, whatever. I'll still I'll still have it on probably. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure I'll at least tune in, watch the highlight reel. Right. I think uh, I think it's it's interesting. Like all of this stuff is happening, and then I don't know. Did like did you follow any of the stuff with the Grammys this past weekend? Um, I mean, I saw some things. Is there something specific? It, it just really the only thing is like so people are are feeling very similar about the Grammys this year. Like, what is this? Like, what's the point of this? Just like stupid oh, yeah. ass fucking circle. <laughs> yeah, and um, and Drake of course won an award for God's plan. Uh, but during but during his uh, whatever like accepted speech, um, he chose to take that time to be like, look, you've got people spending their hard earned money to come to your shows and stuff like that. Like you've already won. Like this is nothing. This yeah. Is more, you know, like this stuff is bullshit. And I was like, right. That's pr- that's pretty cool. Like especially that he chose to say it then, like <laughs> when he's winning an award. <laughs> right. Like fuck this award. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely something to be said about that it's kind of weird like these big events i feel like aren't as big of a deal to us to like to people not like directly involved um you know like and i'm about to go into a whole another direction <laughs> here but like in, as far as in the video game world e3 uh playstation announced that they're not going to be doing anything at e3 this year and that's like crazy to someone like me who who like grew up in e3 was like the biggest it was like the only thing going on as far as video game events like for the whole year, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And now it's like, it's not a big deal. People yeah. like people are joining into like live discussions online, like with, you know what I mean? You get to chat with like the filmmakers and stuff like that. They answer your questions live or like right. you go, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's crazy how, how things are changing. Like as far as these big award shows and events. Yeah. I definitely think that it's not that the people, um, watching don't care nearly as much about like it's interesting who wins but it's not but like we don't we don't like we're not the ones that feel like they need these awards like if it you know whatever i mean i know it's kind of like just like okay well who cares about anything then in the long run but i mean really like like you said like it's the people giving out the awards and receiving them that care more than the people actually like you know watching and like and giving giving the money to go like watch these movies and stuff like that like yeah cool like it was a good movie and i'll go see it but like yeah i don't you guys just giving each other these gold statues doesn't mean much to me <laughs> <laughs> right but i will say like the reddit live discussion does make it pretty fun <laughs> yeah. i do like participating in that yeah anyways like i said i'm probably tune in we'll see what happens right uh let's talk about some movies what well all right i know one of the things you watched this week because I also watched it this week. And so I didn't realize that it came out. I honestly thought that it came out this on 
Super Bowl Sunday on the 3rd. I didn't realize that Velvet Buzzsaw, which is what we're going to be talking about, actually released on Friday, the f- February 1st. So you so, watched it on Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, I watched it right after the Super Bowl. I thought this was uh-huh. the same thing as like the Cloverfield Paradox, where it went live right after oh, the Super yeah. Bowl. I thought it was an identical thing. Oh, okay. And so like the Super Bowl ends, and I'm like, here we go. <laughs> Velvet Buzzsaw just went live. <laughs> <laughs> and then like after i watched it i got on reddit and i'm like dude how are people posting on this movie days ago that is funny that's funny um so if you're unfamiliar velvet buzz saw stars our boy jake our boy uh, yeah. among like a lot a lot of other people it's like mm-hmm. uh jake gyllenhaal um tony collette uh just blanked on all the other names uh renee russo john malkovich so cool. david diggs yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, it basically tells the story of a group of uh, very snobby uh, – What I can't think of, like, the job title. Art, like, art um, – um, I mean, well, he's an art critic is what Jake is. Yeah, okay, yeah. So he's an art critic. Some of them are – what is that word? Like, they investor – not investor. <laughs> like, they purchase um, art for you. Right. I, I don't – fancy There's art There's a word person. for it. Do you want me to – I mean, I got art some things pulled up. Uh, cur- cur- curator? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, that would be what, what you could say. Of. Right, that's not what, what I was thinking of either, but that's what Wikipedia says, so fucking use it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, art curators and art critics. <laughs> and... And how artists. Would, how, how, would you, how would you describe it, like, after that? How would you describe this movie? Like, it's the plot of the movie? These people. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, yeah, general plot is that these that these curators are all vying. I mean, they're all kind of obsessed with, with, cause Jake as the critic is the main character of the movie. So he's, he's the hot shit and they're all whatever wanting him. And then his like friend or whatever, once she comes across some other paintings, shit goes down at that point, I guess. Um, yes. I, so what is the, what's the genre of this film? Is it a, so I suppose it's a slasher. Uh, yeah. I, but I wouldn't, I don't know because I wouldn't say horror. Right, but can you say slasher and not think like horror? Though I, I mean, I don't I, know. I think I think slasher is like a subgenre of horror. So I don't. I yeah. I think you'd have to say horror slasher. Yeah, it's labeled as a, a satirical supernatural film, horror film, which is interesting uh, label. But it comes off as something that was meant. It was supposed to be like an instant cult film. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like because. I told you I had no idea what I was getting into when the trailer came out. We had talked, and I said I I'm not gonna watch it because I I saw in the comments like don't watch the trailer. It, it shows too much. Mm-hmm. So just based off of like the the picture and the poster that I saw, I thought it was gonna be like American Psycho, but with art. Okay, and you th- and what with Jake playing a character similar to? Yes, okay. yeah, playing like a similar like a Patrick Bateman mm-hmm. type character and I, I i still feel like it there are some similarities between those two movies but the difference was like american psycho came out and no one was crazy about it and then it it just like blew up years later as like this cult classic and uh and velvet buzzsaw came off like it was trying to be that but right out of the gate you know what mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> there's like these these a few of like jake john hall's lines are very like just super laughable. Like I, I actually <laughs> laughed out loud at some of the things he said. They were meant to be serious. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't know. That's what I felt like was was like the intention it was like a cult film, but we wanted to be a cult film now. Right. And so you don't think this is going to garner any attention similar to Psycho though? What? However many years from now, but you don't think? No, I I think it totally could have. <laughs> I think it really like. Ugh. It's so frustrating. Like if I had to sum, <laughs> if I had to sum up how I feel about this movie in one word, it's frustrating because um, I think it just had so much potential. Yeah, like there's a, there's a lot of things about this movie that I really liked. Um, what did you like overall? Um, if you had to put a number on it, what would you give Velvet Buzzsaw? Out of uh, I, well, I don't know what your scale is. That's why I, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you like going by five or you like going by ten. What do you? What do you? Do you want a ten scale? Because it's I, a little I, more descriptive. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, it's it's like a five point five. Like I don't want to go as low as a five, but I almost can't go as high as a six. Which I know that's like, I mean, that's mediocre. It's not bad, but I, it's you know, I don't a six out of ten isn't that good, and I can only probably give it a five point five because. When you say the word potential, which we use all the time with movies that, I mean, ultimately are bad. I mean, that's not not bad, but not good. Because you wouldn't say this yeah, movie had potential yeah. if it was good, if it lived up to the potential. But that's just a really good word to use because this movie has a lot of, um, well, maybe not a lot of good things going for it, but a lot of good ideas that could have been executed better. Ton of good ideas, ton of cool things. But yeah. it just falls flat in so many ways that I just, that's what I have to give it. What do you give it out of 10? Um, so uh, I, uh, right after watching it, said 6.5. Okay. Because he looked at me like, you're crazy. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I think you're right. Like, maybe, it, I, I guess just 6. 6 out of 10, that extra point five was like my hopes and wishes for the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, so what? She's giving it like a, a two thumbs down? To oh, yeah, switch the like, scale oh, yeah, here. She, she, did, she was not crazy about it at all. Okay. She's like two. two yeah. Out of 10. Okay. And I could, under, I could totally understand that. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Here. I couldn't understand anybody giving it above like an eight, probably. But I could. I could yeah, totally yeah, understand yeah. people like hating this movie. So. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, especially, I think. I think you're more likely to not like it if you don't know what you're go- going into. Wait, if you don't know what you're getting yourself into, like, you know what I mean. For, so I guess my question is: Do you think that? specifically the trailer having seen it now that if you watch the trailer you won't like this movie or if you just know enough about the plot you wouldn't like the movie like you have to go in completely blind or or specifically the trailer ruins so much for you that you just can't enjoy this movie if you watch the trailer Uh, no i'm saying i think (laughs) it's like a double-edged sword like i think you almost have to watch the trailer but the oh you're saying you and you enjoy it more if you watch the trailer that's what you were saying yes oh okay because like when the first death because i think the first all right spoilers everybody spoilers skip yeah ahead, like, we have to talk about like that this. yeah <laughs> i think the first death is the guy in the truck and like mm-hmm. the monkey comes out of the painting mm-hmm. and that totally took me out of it because i was like i had i had no idea that's where this was going but okay so not like not really in a good way because i feel like if i didn't know that's how it was going it would kind of be like ooh, like this is this is more of like a oh, horror man. than I thought because that, that part was like kind of spooky-ish like out of out of all the deaths and you know we'll probably talk about more that was one of the I thought at least sort of like spookier ones but again I saw it in the trailer so I don't know I would I don't think I would have expected that to happen the way that it did um, yeah otherwise I mean like in like kind of a good way though I but just I I didn't like any of the deaths. None of them. Yeah, I I really didn't like any of those. <laughs> that sounds so like take that out of context, and I'm a <laughs> severely fucked up person. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I did. I didn't like how any of the death scenes were done. Like I thought they were so, they were they were like the lamest part of the movie. So there's. They, it was like there was no. I don't. I don't know. It was like they were like the least uh, developed ideas of the entire movie. Yeah. Because I actually th- I, like. I thought it was pretty like once it started going and like. It was kind of weird, right? She comes across the dead guy's art, mm-hmm. and like. So right when she's in his apartment, there's like a one of the art like there's like a flare, like it, it like flares up a little bit or something like that, or it gets like red hot for a second, and I was like, oh okay, that's kind of weird. Is there gonna be like some supernatural stuff? Mm-hmm. And one or of the eyes shifts no too. Oh yeah, and uh, so I was like, re- I was really into it, and then that first death, and and, and then the second death, and I was like, oh no, like <laughs> this is this is this could have been. There's so much more. Like, it was just like those parts wasted the rest of the effort, in my opinion. I see. I liked, even if, um, I guess if you weren't the biggest fan, if that death, if that kill, whatever took you out of it, I was more a fan of the, of in general, the art sort of coming to life and stuff more so than, than what almost seemed to be like just like ghosts attacking people by the end. And not literally, but I mean, yeah, it wasn't okay. like it wasn't. Like, it wasn't the art. Right. Well, first of all, Ventral D's has nothing to do with what ultimately kills Jake Gyllenhaal in the movie. I mean, like, he doesn't. It's not his art or anything. It's just art come to life, but it's not his. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one girl's death, who I really didn't... I didn't like her death at all. Um, the paint? The graffiti? Yeah, the paint. I hated... I just didn't like that at all. I just thought it was stupid. It was also ruined. And so, real quickly, if we talk about the trailer... And we're talking about spoilers, and so this is going to have spoilers, but if you if you watch the trailer, that has spoilers in it. Yeah. I think four of the there's like six deaths I think are yeah. in the movie and I'm just gonna run down really quick so if you don't want to hear them don't listen but like the first death of the the monkeys that's shown in the trailer yeah. um the guy the fa- the guy that like takes John Malkovich the sort of fancy guy he's got yeah, a weird the name necktie or he, the yeah he doesn't whatever. I don't I don't think it shows him or does it does it show him in the trailer I, so I uh... I think it shows like it's from that scene. I don't think it actually shows his like it does the others. Yeah. Okay. So because I, I don't I don't count him. It shows Tony Collette dying in flat out in the trailer. It shows her and the kids coming in. It shows that, um, which is so shitty because that was my favorite one. Yeah. I like, like I, I loved I loved that like they thought she was a display or whatever. Yes, the that was like, cool. Yeah, and that would have been so much cooler if it wasn't in the trailer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, they show the painting death. And they show Jake Gyllenhaal's. Well, everything but his his literal death. They show everything, like you said, leading up to it. Yeah. And then they don't show Rene Russo's death, which is at the very end of the movie. And actually, it was a pretty cool... I thought that was kind of cool. Or Tattoo. I don't yeah, think they I show that, that one. Cool. I also thought it was kind of cool because it was like, you can't escape this. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, done. Um, but I guess it just kind of like, what... Like, who was Vetral D's? Like, they talk so much about him, but they, they ultimately don't really give a reason for why. Yeah. Like... You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and go ahead. Is another th- is another thing I'm torn on. Like <sighs> that there that there wasn't really like much of any resolution. But then if there had been, I would have been cr- super critical of that. Too, so, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> but I get so what is I get the title, but what is the importance of the title? I know where it comes from, but what are we supposed to take from it? It's just an artsy title, and she and it was her. So. Uh, did you hear like the line 
there's a line at the very beginning of the movie. Did you hear that? Where they say Velvet Buzzsaw? Well, so, like, I know what it is, but what it... Well, like, what's the line, I guess I should just ask? It's something to the effect... I think that was the name of a pop-punk band that... Well, it's... Okay. Um, that her character, like, discovered back in the day or something like that. I don't she, think there's any, like, super significance to it. I think she, I think she's in it. I, from what I gathered from the movie, she was in the band. She was, like, the, okay, the okay, lead so singer or something. Yeah. Okay. Was Bruce's character. But I mean, other than that, other than that mention, and then at the very, very end, like, there's no, I mean, like, I get it. It's just a title. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Oh, yeah, it says right here that on the Wikipedia that she was formerly a member of the rock band Velvet Buzzsaw. But I mean, like, is it just supposed to be like a hipster, like, because I don't get it, that's why it's the title? I mean, like, it's just what's the importance of it within the context of the movie? Right. Yeah. I think I don't yeah I think it's a cool title yeah so like (laughs) I don't know how like how much thought went into it or whatever or if it was like that like yeah man it's a cool title (laughs) go with it right probably what were the things you you liked about this movie um I like Jake's character most of the time when I wasn't laughing at him because well like I like like his acting was still pretty good he's get you know he did what he could yeah, I felt like, and I, I thought Jake was good. Um, gosh, what else did I like about this movie? Um, it was kind of funny sometimes. Kind of pokes fun at the art world, obviously. Intentionally or unintentionally? Um, both. Yeah. I kind of felt like I was laughing with John Malkovich's characters sometimes, and then other times like at him and like his whole deal and like why he oh. was in the movie. <laughs> I love I love the ending because that was the first thing I thought of was like wait a second where like what happened to John Mark? how did we just forget about him and then uh, you finally get to see an ending for his character which I liked yeah yeah I like that and uh, it's like I like the I kind of like the beginning and the end and not really much in between <laughs> so all right here's here's why this is so frustrating to me I agree with you I really like Jake Gyllenhaal's acting. I love his character. Actually, I I actually really liked a lot of the characters, um, if not all of them. I love like how superficial and just how like it, I don't know. They they really got me into like like you were saying like kind of the uh, some of the satirical stuff about like the world of art mm-hmm. um, and and people in the art business and things like that. But I, I there was something about that, that I just really liked like just poking fun at the art world i guess yeah it's it's something that i've never seen in a movie so that was kind of cool yeah I, I think like the delving into just the whole art world in general the, the dialogue is quick and detailed with with art stuff and like I, yeah yeah I, I did like that this like to me this just seems like it would be such a fun movie like and i've never done this before i've always wanted to though as just as like a personal project like take a movie that i really enjoy but really want to like fix yeah and, like, re- and rewrite it and I would love to do that with this movie because, like, I, lo- I just love everything about it except the slasher element. Like, that, I wish there was some way to change that and work the story into it however you could. You know what I mean? Have and, you and thought just, about a fix? I, I don't know. No, I can't. No, I really don't have anything. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, like I said, I thought we were going to see, like, a super evil side of Jake at some point. Like, I thought, right. I really thought this was going to be, like, American Psycho, but in the world of art. So I I thought if there was any slasher element, it would be like one of these artists, you know what I mean? Like it's like whatever 
yeah loses, loses their mind or gets totally like maybe they maybe like he's this amazing critic and he or he does these amazing pieces but he also has an appetite for slashing young women and whatever <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah i just I, I i want to try and do that honestly because yeah I, I think this would be I, a, I think it's, it's a great one to do that with yeah i and i love i loved like like i said i haven't seen a movie that really got into like the world of art and uh that was that was just really cool to see and and I liked the way it was done, you know what I mean? Like all the little comments and all these, like mm-hmm. I said, just all these like superficial people that are just very ticky tacky. Yes, the characters were cool. Like the and the, the the people that they picked to play them, um, I think were really good choices. Pretty much overall, I think every character was pretty yeah. much nailed. To- like Tony Collette, Jake Gyllenhaal, which like to no surprise, mm-hmm. um, like they <laughs> they they sold me. Like acting wise, they sold me on the movie. Yeah, but yeah frustrating that's still my my go-to word yeah just p- potential like you said tell me about something else you watched this week unless all you have right. anything else for velvet buzzsaw um no i think that's all i have to say about uh velvet buzzsaw i'll be fine yeah um Same here. so so i watched uh draft day um uh, all right have you seen draft day no is this your first time watching it it is um okay so a couple things I'll just go through I'll go through the plot really quick which there's not there really isn't a plot to this movie I mean it's literally it takes place um, following a, a football organization on draft day but the obvious the cool thing about this for probably anybody listening I would imagine most people is that it focuses on the Cleveland Browns so the <laughs> fact that it's like our our hometown team here or whatever just in Ohio specifically Northeast Ohio it's cool to see that aspect of it. And that's literally the only reason I'd watch this movie because if it was, if it was focused on another team, I wouldn't have interest in that team. And, yeah. and it's such a bad movie that if it was about another team that it oh, like, sh- it wouldn't be watchable. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just terrible. It's so really? bad, <clears throat> which is amazing because yeah. it's, it's bad on, on two fronts. It's a bad movie and it's not even accurate in terms of like how like football is done. Um, and I, apparently they like were working with people behind the scenes, like football people to when they made this movie. So it's like astounding to me. Um, I, I, okay. So the whole, is it, is it an original story? Yeah, it is is. based off. Okay. It's so there's fictional like football players that get drafted. Um, but like one of them's Arian Foster is like one of the three main fictional people in the movie. Like he's a real football player. Um, and he plays one of the characters. Okay, okay. So he plays like he plays a fictional version of himself, I think, because I think he's the same position in the movie. But like, not I don't know too much about him to know. Like his father is Terry Crews in the movie, which I don't. I didn't know Arian Foster was young enough to have Terry Crews as his dad in the movie. But like, Crews is in it, (laughs) and obviously it's got um, uh, what's what's oh my god, Costner, right? Yeah, Yeah, uh, Kevin Costner is 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 the main guy. So and like, he's not playing a specific coach. No, no. Costner okay. is the Costner's the GM of the team, so he's making all like the moves. And the or, head yeah, coach yeah, is yeah. played by uh, Dennis Leary. Yeah, as the head coach of the Browns. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. And the that should be a real thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, spoiler alert for fucking draft day. If anybody cares, I, do you care? If you want to watch this, I won't spoil it. <laughs> no, no. I okay. love that was like so out of left field. <laughs> I honestly, I. 
I haven't heard anything about this movie. Okay. So I just assumed it was probably okay. So when you, I was just like waiting for you to be like, yeah, is it, you know, is okay or is good or whatever. And you're like, this movie is so bad. I thought that so, it would be okay too. And it just yeah. like, it's one of those movies that when it ends, honest to God, it ends and you're like, that wasn't terrible. And then you start thinking about it or you start reading other people's criticisms of it <laughs> and, and why it was bad. And you're like, oh yeah, no, that was, that's, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, okay, so I'll say that the, the plot of the movie is that he doesn't know if he, the Browns have the first overall pick and, or no, the Browns have like the seventh pick in the movie and they're debating on taking like a linebacker who's played by Chadwick Boseman. Um, okay. And who goes to Ohio State in the movie too. So Chadwick Boseman <laughs> is a linebacker that went to Ohio State and they're just like debate, they're going to take this, this quarterback named Bo Callahan or something. He's just like this white, you know, stereotypical quarterback, like the first overall pick. Okay. Yeah. And then, so the Browns do this crazy thing, which no team should ever do. They trade like literally like three or four years worth of first round picks just to move up six picks in this one draft to draft this, this, this quarterback. And they already have a decent quarterback on their team, but because he was like hurt for one year, they're like, fuck it, throw him to the side, do this. I don't know. And then later in the movie, he ends up like, making this other gm panic and basically gets all his picks back and it's but so that's the part that's not accurate because (laughs) this would never happen but then he ends up drafting the ohio state linebacker like as a shocker in the drafts and and whatever um but so so from that aspect it's bad and then just like i don't know there's nothing super cool about like just from a cinematic standpoint there's not really much you can do so it's not it's not really that cool anyway um so just kind of a failure all around. It was a financial failure. Uh, I I guess if you're super into the Browns, like obviously like I am, it's worth watching at least once. Apparently people watch this before every draft like it's a Christmas story. Oh my God. This is what I saw. It's so weird. It's, it, it, does, it comes off as a hard sell. You know, like, <laughs> that's a movie about the draft. Right. Like, like – <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know like any descriptive or fun, exciting words to put in there to, to, like, to get you pumped for it. I mean, you're it's, right. It's an explosive, riveting draft day. I just exactly. I just can't help but think when this movie was pitched, like nobody thought like you can't make a movie that's, that has such a specific market. Like one, like only only NFL fans are going to want to watch this movie. Like this doesn't appeal to See, women. But, it doesn't appeal okay. to children. Tell me that Kevin Costner fans, tell me it doesn't appeal to old women who just <laughs> love Kevin Costner. Okay. All right. You're right. Oh, sorry, old men. Old men. In <laughs> You're right. That's who I picture going to see this movie. It's like, it's got that Costner fella. Like, Other than that, people, drunk people in their, like, Manziel uniforms were going to <laughs> yeah. see this or whatever. This is 2014, so I'm not sure. Um <laughs> Imagine but, like opening day for this movie at the at the theater, and like <laughs> imagine like painted bodies, like the dog pound shows up to, to the theater to see draft. <laughs> That's honestly probably what happened. I would think so. It was originally supposed to be focused on the Jets, and I don't know why they swung it around to the Browns. Uh, uh, me either. And um, and I think all the I don't remember. I think I read somewhere that like the Cleveland shots weren't filmed in Cleveland or something. I don't remember. But uh, oh, okay. But the so I just also wanted to say real quick about the. The plot of the movie, they they end up not drafting this quarterback because they they do this like research throughout the whole movie. Like they're it's kind of like this mystery, like why some teams are maybe passing on this guy and stuff like that. And yeah. and they say 
they he finds out that none of his teammates went to his birthday party, this quarterback's 21st birthday party. None of his teammates were there. So I guess it was a question of like, are they not friends with them or whatever? And then later somebody just says like to the, to, or Vontae Max, sorry, the Chadwick Boseman's character is trying to get himself drafted before him or whatever. So he's talking to him. He's like, just, just watch the tape on Bo Callahan. Just after I sack him every time, watch the tape. And in my head, I thought it would be a really cool thing if after every time he got sacked, his linemen just turn their backs to him like completely like that oh, yeah. you know that was the thing like, yeah, his, yeah nobody's friends with him like and that's like he's a dick like you don't want to draft him because nobody's gonna have his back and i thought that's what it was gonna be but then they just i don't know it was, they every time he got sacked he was like it was just he was nervous after he made like a bad pass so they were like oh no. well like that's it that's no. why everybody's passing on him because the, he can't he's not that good under pressure and i was like all right we're just throwing out the birthday thing literally just take that <laughs> throw it completely out we're not doesn't matter anymore i don't know yeah I, enough about draft day i talk too much about a movie it's that does nothing <laughs> i mean that nothing happens in the entire movie um so if you're a browns fan maybe watch it that's, uh, that's all i would say <laughs> if you're a browns fan maybe watch made it. right maybe. that's my favorite review <laughs> <laughs> um uh, tell me something better that you watched <laughs> dude so i'm watching true detective which i haven't asked you i was waiting to ask you to record are you watching it this not season? not this season no not yet all right so that being said i will not spoil anything yeah no spoilers but i will tell you um so there's six episodes in there's uh two more weeks left the so the sixth episode just aired last uh night no sunday um so you got two more weeks and it's it's amazing oh really yeah like season one uh i don't i don't i don't want to compare it to another season right you can't this is like this is gonna sound like a cop out or someone who's trying to not say that it's not as good as season one but like honestly watching season three has has changed my view of like true detective as a series a little bit and but i still hold like we'll defend this till the day i die that season two is good Um, (laughs) It it but it, I would say it definitely gets very close to season one, if not just as good. Okay. I think I think I just have to see the last two episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There there are a lot of similarities, and that's also why I don't want to um, compare it to season one necessarily, because I think like in the last couple episodes something could like be really different or whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of room for things to change, but um, overall, like it's a it's a really good. I mean, it's really, really good. Who are the two? Who are the detectives in this one? Uh, all right. So the one guy I cannot think of his name. Let me look this up real quick. I mean, I get the research team on this. I can picture but, one and, of them and, in my mind, but you know. the other one I cannot say his name. <laughs> uh, like I just cannot pronounce it. It's the like uh, what? Uh, what is he in? He is in Moonlight. Uh it's like hold on let me pull this up <laughs> i'm excited to hear <laughs> I need to remind, myself, <laughs> remind, remind myself to cut this for time <laughs> mayor mayor sala ali oh yeah 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 Mars, is it is it marsala Mar- ali yeah marsala ali i forget i saw an interview where someone pronounced it like so weird <laughs> and i was like man is that it and then steven dorf is the other guy and i don't know him from anything else i'm sure he's in other things yeah i don't know the name uh, oh, he's in he's in Blade and Immortals. Anyways, those are the two main um, detectives, and this story takes place over it's it's three separate timelines. So 
just like I said, not not spoiling anything, but it takes place over uh, three three timelines, but it's one case. Isn't that what the first season did? The first season, the, the first season was two timelines. Okay, two, and okay. that's and it it definitely will make more sense when you watch. There's a reason it's three. It's not just to be like it's season one, but with one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so actually, I guess you literally find out in the first couple of minutes. So it's it. I can tell you that the main character um, is suffering from Alzheimer's. As okay, main. so that's that's the reason for three um, separate timelines. Well, you know what so they see, did. First season had two, second season had one, and wasn't oh, right. people didn't think it was as good. So they were like, "Well, the third season combine it all." <laughs> it's actually so the, season three is actually starring Matthew McConaughey, Colin Farrell, Rachel McAdams, <laughs> and Woody Harrelson. I'd watch it, and Vince Vaughn. That's them all. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy it. Like I said, I don't want to give out deets. But it's really good. Okay. Well, just, just uh, the last question I'll ask about it without giving spoilers, because I can say the first one was about like a like a murder case involving like some children and some relig- r- ritualistic shit. The second season was about like casinos, but what more specifically, I can't remember what it was about. Uh, what was like the case? It it started with like the dude they got like his genitals cut off and stuff like that and and he was like specifically put where he would be in like three different jurisdictions oh okay oh yeah 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 yeah. that's okay. why that's why they all meet each other that's why they all team up yes okay i remember that and what's just the general premise of the third very general like what are they working on or what's um there are two children that go missing okay and actually that's, I think that's I the first that. scene so yeah but yeah, all right. I'm excited to watch it. Oh, in the, in the Ozarks, <laughs> shit! I forgot to I thought I'd oh. give the location because that kind of makes for an interesting dynamic. You know what I mean? So people, Jason's like, there too from that area. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, Jason. It's not blue. <laughs> it's <okay>. colors. <laughs> but yeah, uh, tell me, tell me what else you watched this week? Okay. Um, what's the next thing? Oh, upgrade. Okay, I know you've seen this because I know you said good Ooh, things about yes. this. Yes. Um, did you say a really good thing? You said you really liked this, didn't you? Yeah, I really did. And I know part of it was because I was expecting nothing. Um, yeah. I really liked it. Yes. Upgrade was fantastic. It ended up... And you know what's so funny? This is what always happens, right? So before... This is like the first time that I like consciously went in thinking this. Upgrade is like one of those movies where I'm like, I've heard pretty good things about this movie. Haven't seen the trailer or really know that much about the plot. And it seems like it was kind of like an like one of those under the radar like movies like that like yeah. people liked but it wasn't super like out there, and so I I, I thought to myself I'm gonna end up loving this movie because that's just what always happens like when there's these movies that like you tell me you really liked I didn't hear a lot about people on Reddit have sort of liked and it's and I haven't like really seen the trailer for or whatever I just always end up you know because not seeing the trailer just not knowing anything about the plot you know can just sort of helps you or whatever like just no absolutely no thoughts about it. So I, so I just kind of figured, like, going in, I'm like, you know what, I, I guarantee I end up liking this movie. And I did. Um, as far as the plot, it's 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 hard to compare it to Venom, but, do you, I mean, would you understand those comparisons? Just very, very loosely, why people compare yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Because it's, I mean, it's funny, because that's what I was thinking of, and then I saw it, but it's basically a guy who, um, I mean, after his, his wife gets murdered, he, and he's left paralyzed, he gets, like, this upgrade that leaves him with a voice in his head and a super powerful body 
um, to get revenge. But the comparison to Venom is just that he he's a he's a Tom Hardy knockoff. Logan Marshall Green is that his name? <laughs> this yes, dude is yeah. literally Tom Hardy fucking light which i couldn't stop thinking about <laughs> i know <laughs> and he and there's a voice in his head that makes him that sort of takes over that he's conflicting with but he's also sort of friends with you know in a weird way that that makes him more powerful so in that sense it's like it's venom like but it's a much better venom yeah yeah i like the voice too yeah um, and stem like, <laughs> yeah yeah uh i just thought it was a cool character yeah um when so when did you watch this uh, short like as soon as it came out on uh, like digital release. Okay, which was so I don't know, maybe a maybe a month, maybe two months. From like it, ago now, ago now you're saying from yeah okay. yeah yeah I got you okay so not like super long ago yeah what's no. what did you really like about this movie like what was your favorite part well, I it, there was more like substance to it than I expected yeah there was like there there actually was a plot and I was actually interested in it. Uh, the, the action, dude, there's a scene and it sticks out in my head like so much. It's like burned into my head when I think, I think that he like ducks back or maybe he, maybe he comes up from the ground. I think he's like laying down and he comes up, but the camera like rotates with him mm-hmm. and it's such a cool effect. Like it just looks so cool. And I saw over somewhere, so, uh, I think it was a Reddit comment where someone had said like there was a similar effect in one of the Fast and Furious movies, but I refused to watch any of those movies. <laughs> so I was glad I, I got to appreciate this effect without having to watch a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this the, the cinematography was amazing. The, yeah. So like yeah, specifically like what's cool about this movie, I definitely want to talk about. Um, so I'm glad you said that is the when STEM, which is the name of the computer thing that's implanted in him that gives him this ability to walk and stuff again after he's paralyzed is is when when stem starts fighting for him the cinematography turns to like you know it's like um like it's hard to describe but it follows him in like a robotic way that he yeah, his, yeah. his movements are robotic so the cinematography is very like this way then that way and in really cool the way that it moves yeah, is so yeah. cool and it, and it follows him and so the fight scenes are um, are really fun to watch they're like like they're john wick levels of awesome but in totally different ways um yeah. they're just fun to watch and and like you said beyond that I couldn't believe when, like, when he initially is paralyzed and his mom's, there's a scene where his mom's feeding him and Logan Marshall oh, yeah. Green just starts crying and, and, <laughs> yeah. and after he's eating. And I mean, I really, like, I was like, damn, like, I didn't expect to feel these feels watching this movie because <laughs> yeah. I really, that was a really, I really feel, I really sympathize with this character. Yeah. Um. So, I yeah, on an emotional level, it was good. Fighting was amazing. Cinematography was cool. And then... When it comes to the, the twist of the movie, I guess I don't have to get too much into it because there actually is quite a bit to it. I just will say, I don't know about you, uh, and I'll ask you here. When it comes to the twist, it was very predictable, and then the actual twist wasn't. What, do you yeah, agree? Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's like the perfect way to put it. Yeah, because what, what you think is going to happen happens, and then some more stuff happens. Yeah. Um, so which, which makes it, which is cool. Uh, so it's like a, like, it's a good ending all the way through solid movie. I really, really liked upgrade. Yeah, I, I did too. Definitely. Um, like as far as like unexpected, uh, movies I really, really enjoyed. That's probably at the top of the list. For yeah, for sure. I, I slept on this movie cause I, you know, it's out, it's been out since summer, um, ish. That was like yeah. a South by Southwest release. So I don't know 
exactly when we would have been able to watch it and stuff. You said you saw it not that long ago, so definitely slept on it for too long. Glad that I finally watched it. And um, and the last thing I'll say is it's by the guy that what did Saw or or I can't lay lay one out whatever oh, his name yeah. is. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, so he so interesting from him to do it because he's more of like a. I think it comes off in the the. the murder scenes right it's a really brutal movie it's really it's really yes and i didn't expect that either i mean i kind of knew because i saw the trailer i saw was a red band trailer so like it was pretty it was pretty bloody yeah but um yeah it was even more than i expected yes it was yep it was super brutal the kill scenes are really really like almost had to look away it's not um yeah yeah but anyway all right that's that's all i have to say uh do you have anything else to say about that Nah. All right. So. Really good. Yeah. Speaking of good, and speaking of, I don't, bloody is not the right word, but terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Let's talk about hereditary. <laughs> yes. Hereditary. Yes. So I won't. Uh, I don't want to beat a dead horse because I know you talked about it a lot last time, and you didn't give away spoilers, which I really appreciate. Because this movie was a curveball. This movie was not what I expected. Um, story-wise, at least. Yeah. Um, I knew when I was getting into it, I knew it was going to, like, I knew that Tony Collette, of course, would be amazing. I knew that, like, horror-wise, that uh, people had tons of praise for this movie. And I, and I say horror, and, and I know, like, it is horror, but it's almost like a, it feels like a genre bender, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it, it goes a little bit above, like, your, your horror genre, I guess. Yeah. But, um... I know I texted you, and I, I don't I don't want to completely ruin it, but just, what, <laughs> maybe 30 minutes into the movie or something like that? Yeah, about that. Something happens that changes what I thought was going to take place during the entire movie. Uh, it does a complete fucking 180. <laughs> um, and so I'm sure if you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was super <laughs> unexpected. I literally, like, I think that I actually annoyed Mackenzie with my reaction when <laughs> because I, I sat up, like, jumped up, mouth <laughs> open, and was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So really quick, before you get into anything, because this is fresh, when you saw that happen, not only did you not expect it to happen, but the the, the shot, the infamous shot, Oh, yeah. the the thing like what was your yeah. were you just like i never in a million years thought i would see that in a movie so yeah for sure i also it's very interesting what happens like right after that uh with the other character uh-huh. because man i'm really i'm really dancing around i know right you're, you're doing a good job but, though. <laughs> uh, I, I i i felt sick to my stomach yeah like, and 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 but like basically just like the care that character um so yeah i so very very powerful without or i mean still dancing around it but just if whoever's listening you're like what do you okay you guys have talked for however long and i don't know what's really going on or i don't whatever just (laughs) there's a scene involving a 13 year old or how maybe 15 15 year old whatever kid in a movie that you don't think that you will see not it's not sexual or anything what i mean it's something it's not sexual but it's not what you would expect it's jolting um and it's crazy. And so how do you how do you, would you describe the plot of the movie though? Spoiler free, but what do you, like? Because you said it's not like horror, right? So it it ta- it takes place after the death of a a grandma, I guess, <laughs> a fan of whatever. Yeah. And so it's following her family, but I guess they were distant, right? I mean, they weren't mm-hmm. close. 
So her, whatever, like some distant relatives and then a bunch of weird stuff starts to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ending, I don't remember what you said in the episode when you talked about it, about the ending. But I just want to get just a good or bad. How did you feel about the ending? I thought it was good. Just not at all even what I expected. Even with everything else going on, it's not quite what I expected. Yeah. But um, like I thought it was yeah. it was good. I definitely had to read about it afterwards it's yeah okay so cool so yes yeah, so <laughs> i was gonna say i liked it um reading about it i got much more appreciation mm-hmm. uh especially reading about like details things i definitely missed and and things uh like earlier in the movie um even just like some speculations uh, about things that weren't weren't specifically uh like played out for us or uh-huh. like, we, we didn't get details but um people have all these you know chalkboard with strings attached in every direction and, <laughs> yeah and, and lots of cool stuff that like to me that, like that's what makes a movie really really good is when i can have like an experience with it after right and, and re- read what people are saying read comments and like kind of sit on things and think about some really cool stuff yeah and hereditary is for sure one of those movies that you think about sticks with you that you're yeah. not not quite sure how you feel about it. Maybe immediately after you don't, you know, you think you watch something good. You're pretty sure you just watch something that's good. Um, but it's it was different. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely different. Definitely weird. Uh, really, really solid movie though. Yes, for sure. One of the one of the better horror well, movies. Yeah, yeah. I I shouldn't just say really solid. I say that about a lot of movies. It's just like, <laughs> really, like a spectacular movie. Really. Yeah. Um. All right. Tell me about tell me about something else you watched because I want to know what Superstore is. All right. Well, okay. So these next two are, are both TV shows, um, and I'll hit on them both quickly when I when I talk about them. Uh, talk about the first one here, which is Superstore. Uh, you don't know anything about this at all, or no? Nothing? I don't think so. All right. So Superstore is just one of those like comedies. It doesn't have like a laugh track, but it like anytime I see it advertised, it strikes me as just one of those like. Um, uh oh fuck what's the uh, oh, big bang okay. theory or or so new girl I, or two right, two so bro I, girls i know what you're talking about just <laughs> yeah yeah just like i don't know just a generic not very funny fucking dabbing is the funny <laughs> thing to laugh at type of show anyway so the first season is not that good it has more of like a parks and rec feel in terms of why it's not good like it's not terrible it's just like it hasn't found its characters yet and okay. it's not, and I, and I'm from what I read, I think the second and third and from, cause it's now it's on its fourth season, the writers completely changed or like 90% like right over a uh, writer change, um, uh-huh. from like the first, second season. And you can almost tell, I was just really surprised. Oh, wow. I, there, it's just, it's just a show about people that work in a Walmart like store and they're, and their everyday goings on going on just like like the office for example but like yeah not nearly as funny as the office but i mean i was just really surprised um the main character i i forget his name but he plays like he plays like the lawyer in silicon valley is like the only thing that i know him from otherwise uh, um you would recognize his face and then it's got america ferrera in it um opposite okay. him and yeah it's just it was it was it was just it's surprisingly funny i'm I'm hooked i'm like me and kara are both watching it now and i can't i can't believe that i like this show is all that i'm gonna say about it (laughs) i recommend checking it out because i couldn't believe it's just something to kind of have on in the background too Uh, yeah yeah but i like it superstore check it out if you get a chance or don't it's better than draft no i i I like having a show like that in my in my like regulars Mm -hmm. you know i mean a show that's kind of like just a whatever like i don't really care about it but i do enjoy right exactly 
Um, it's something I watch when I eat, typically. Whatever. Yeah. It's one of those. Uh, <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Um, I'm actually very interested in both these next ones, but <sighs> but I really want right. to hear about Abducted in Plain Sight because I know this true story behind this. Uh, you do? All right. Did you know it before this movie came out? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Abducted in Plain Sight is a wild ride. So it, it is a movie or a, or a doc, I guess, on Netflix. And uh, it's the story of this girl i so she was ultimately i think she was kidnapped twice by the same guy um but it's this girl who was kidnapped at like 11 and 12 or 11 and 13 i think by this guy who wants to marry her he's like grossly obsessed with her and so it it's interviewing the family interviewing the the girl and basically trying to figure out like how did this happen? And and that that's like the craziest part is how it actually happened. Like that's why you're gonna keep watching this once you start it, is because it's it's like constant like event after event of like, wait, what? Like how? How did did no one notice this? How did no one notice that? Right. Does all also <laughs> a super crazy instant meme part that i i cannot spoil <laughs> um hopefully if you if you don't know what, if you know what i'm talking about then you know what i'm talking about i i don't uh, why if you're talking specifically about. to me wait you're something became a meme from this like type Some, something all right so i don't know if it's something you want me to spoil or not but i'll tell you this at least um i was reading about it afterwards like this one part one thing that happens and the director was saying like, yeah, we were very like surprised when we screened this. Everyone's reaction was t- like to laugh. And a lot of the story is like very dark and very disturbing. Uh-huh. Um, but there's one part where he's like, we decided to keep it in. But it was just so bizarre that everyone like like no matter what, like 10 out of 10 people would laugh every time at this one part. OK. Um, and so it's I've I've just seen it. I've seen a couple memes. Um related to it now i don't know if this is a similar comparison at all but this is instantly what i thought of have you watched either or both of the fire docs i do not remember i know no, i, watched I them. haven't yet because i want to i want to watch them both but because of that i haven't watched either, either that's funny yeah you do have to watch them both there there's a part have you seen the meme that's come from the netflix because it's like kind of been all over but also not really like it's not it's not like super popular but have you seen the meme from the netflix one or no yeah yeah you what the guy the guy that says, is yeah oh. the dude yeah okay it's, yeah it's similar to that it is it okay i don't know in a way yeah. i didn't know um <laughs> that's interesting um and yeah. and also just that you mentioned memes the way that you described the movie makes me think that I'd have you know the you know the old Jackie Chan meme head question mark thing. <laughs> yes. like that's what I yes. imagine going it's, on. Yes, it's like nonstop <laughs> that just like flying right off the dome. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. I mean, it's really good. It's how long is it? I think it's an hour and a half. It might be a little less. That's cool. I, I can. But it, it, I mean, it's actually like it's a story that that. Um, like naturally flows in an hour and a half. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not, it's not like drawn out to meet a time or anything like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, this is one that I think that Kara would actually enjoy. Did you watch this with Mackenzie? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she it. actually picked it out and I didn't realize it, it's gotten a lot of buzz and uh, there's a lot of people watching it, which I I, I didn't know that before watching it. And uh-huh. yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. Cool. I'll have to check it out. I, I'd seen the buzz and I, I think that Kara would like it too. It's, 
bizarre to say the least from the story so that's why i watch it out all right uh you got one more right i do i got one more another television show um so the orville which i definitely talked about before on here uh this is the what's his name seth MacFarlane. that's his name this is the the Seth MacFarlane show that he does now. Um, for, is Family Guy still like new episodes? But it's almost done, or is it? I'm not sure. I could yeah, I couldn't tell you either. I don't know if he's still doing Family Guy, but this this seems to be like his new passion because apparently Seth grew up like a huge Star Trek fan, and like I I'm sure I said it. I want to describe the show. This is like his his um uh, what's the word you know his uh tribute or whatever to, okay, to, yeah, to star yeah. trek basically his showing oh, okay. how much he loved it and it's i mean it's so it's a comedy at its like at its heart because I, okay no i guess i should say it's it's a, it's more a comedy on the outside and it's it's more of like a sci-fi at its core i, I was gonna say that it's, it's comedy at its core because it's seth MacFarlane, but i guess what i mean to say is it, it really it comes off as more of like a um sci-fi there's a lot of episodes where it gets into characters and um and like the you know how star trek was was they would get into like moral decisions like like there's you know do we what can we do with this planet of people and how do we save this person or i mean i don't know how much star trek you watch but it's a lot of like one of the big things is like the prime derivative in the show which is don't you can't make contact with the planet before they make contact with you because you know these these people don't understand like life outside their planet so it can fuck them up basically um but point is i'm saying like that's at its core like the orville takes these values that star trek used in its show and translates it to like a modern like comedy but like really like i said like at the heart and soul of the show is is a sci-fi and a tribute to star trek that seth i think does a a really good job of like i appreciate oh, cool the effects it's got some decent effects for a television show that's on fox um yeah but it also gives me some belly laughs here and there like it's got norm mcdonald playing like the the voice of a flubber like alien which is funny. <laughs> okay like it's, yeah. it's got jason oh from Jason from Seinfeld. I can't think of his last name. Alexander. Oh, Alexander. Yeah, he plays like a makeup make makeup character. Like he's got makeup oh, on. Whatever. Okay, very I don't cool. Know. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. It's crazy. Like Seth MacFarlane has got to be like one of the one of the more talented people out there, like writing shows and things yeah. like that. But he's used his efforts for like for Family Guy for so much of his time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. He. So is he like the main writer of American Dad too? I don't know. I don't know or, how that works. Okay, because I mean, American Dad is like hilarious and slightly yeah. better than Family Guy. Well, now it is, but like he, yeah, between early seasons of Family Guy, American Dad, and this whole new thing in the Orville, Seth seems like a pretty fucking talented dude. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's funny. Like I was, I was recently watching a Million Ways to Die, uh, Die in the West again. Oh, yeah just because it was on and i was like this is actually like this is actually a funny movie i haven't seen like, that yet not just it so i watched it when it first came out and i was kind of like you know like ha 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 um but watch it again i was like no okay this is this actually this is a funny movie yeah for real i'm trying i'm trying to get the uh, research team's like busting their knuckles right now I'm trying to find out what his like affiliation is on uh, american Dad. american Dad. that's fun um yeah i need to i need to see the the million that ways die in the west i'd heard like it wasn't like this like the funniest or whatever but i guarantee that i was like it yeah yeah it, it, it wasn't the funniest but i think like it has some it has some originality and like mm-hmm. it has some all right so i think the voice actors are also the writers and he is a voice actor so okay yeah wait who does he actually voice does it I, does he does the voice of stan and roger is he really i had no idea he voiced stan that's funny me either (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so good for him that he's, he can do all this shit or whatever. And I th- and uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Um, but if you, unless you have anything else to say about that, I'm, I also want to hear about the Ted Bundy tapes. Dude, the Ted Bundy tapes. <laughs> so it's not like there's not a whole lot to say, I guess, because it's just it's a it's a four part documentary um, that that is about Ted Bundy. The so I ended up watching all of them in, at once. Which I didn't anticipate doing, but they're they're really really well made. Yeah, this is why I I highly recommend like everyone watch these though, is because the same guy who did this documentary is doing the movie. I don't know if you've seen anything about this movie starring Zac Efron. Oh, he's that's the same guy. Yes, and I don't know why like that detail is not really being thrown around. Like as far as advertising, I would be throwing that shit everywhere. Yeah, because I feel like. As far like if anyone is a subject matter expert on Ted Bundy, it's this guy. I guess so, because it's a four part documentary that never slows down. It's got all of the facts, all the details. You know what I mean. And now he's making a movie. Um, ex- it's got the longest title ever: "Extremely Wicked" or ex- wow, "Shockingly Evil," "Extremely Wicked and Vile." Yeah, <laughs> um, which will make sense like when you watch the doc or whatever, and it's just it's really well made it's it's really good wait are you you're saying the title of the zach efron movie will make sense when i watch the doc yeah okay because i was wondering because like i to my knowledge ted bundy's like a sweet dude i thought he was like a just animal lover and real people person but, <laughs> but i'll watch this and then most, i'll know most de- most definitely not <laughs> i mean maybe maybe um but so all right let me give a let me give a short premise then because i guess i didn't even think about that um so ted bundy was a serial killer <laughs> in the 70s who killed they're not entirely sure like that's actually one of the craziest parts they're not that's entirely scary. sure how many people they they estimate 36 jesus um, that's so many he, he said there's more that they just haven't been oh able I, to there, like, I guarantee yeah yeah um uh, but he was he the reason it was such a big deal is that he was this very like good looking charismatic guy who no one would su- suspect you know what I mean like as far as the serial killers you saw on the news and stuff back then like they didn't look anything like this guy yeah so it's really cool it's and it, it's it's really good to see how that plays into it but I think that the the movie with Zac Efron is gonna I, I think it's gonna stir up a lot of people because it's Zac Efron and mm-hmm. he is good looking and cares and people are like oh why are we trying to sexualize serial killers but I, <laughs> I'm like that's the fucking point like right. <laughs> That that's why this guy is such a big deal. Well, and I mean, okay, and and how many people? Murdered, <laughs> but but part of the reason he's such a big deal is he, you know, he went, he got away with it for so long because no one would ever suspect him. I mean, how much fan mail do you think he got in prison? I guarantee. Oh, I, I guarantee. I know, yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> Which is disgusting, but, but. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's really good. I guarantee. Once you start it, you won't be able to stop. Yeah, but the Pringles of serial killer documentaries. Exactly, exactly. Is he? He escaped prison twice, right? Is what I. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, that's insane. At that point, you gotta just let him go. I think. Well, yeah. probably not. Oh, I didn't even think to say like the most important thing about it is, um, it, it, it's so someone is telling the story but also ted bunny's it's an interview with him for a lot of it yeah so like you're actually hearing his voice tell the story of everything chilling yes definitely <laughs> the uh, so i have to check out these last two like asap because i already yes. wanted to um but i didn't know if it was twitter hype or if it was if it was justified that sounds justified yes definitely so 
Um, oh, that's it. That is all I have. Did you have anything else? I wasn't thinking we we usually do the game at the end. So. <laughs> I know. Or yeah, we're ending talking about the <laughs> talking about the things. I I don't have anything else. I think. Oh oh. Uh, I think this is the time to plug plug the Soch. Hell yeah! <laughs> At Explosive Pod, <laughs> it's the wrong time. The right time to be at the beginning of the show, but it always slips my mind. It's, and I've and I've told myself I would right. try to remind you. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> All right. At Explosive Pod. Follow us there. Send us some reviews. Um, Chess gave us a good one earlier. Hopefully, we'll get some more to read on the next show. Um, other than that, that's all I got. Brian, you got anything else? No, I think I'm. Hopefully, next episode, I think Ted B is going to leave us a, a negative yeah. review. We'll <laughs> From find out grave. about that one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right. Um, that's all I got. We'll see you in the next one.